The opinions expressed in this podcast are not representative of the opinions of anyone else, but they totally should be, because they are right. If you're a kid, make sure to check with your parents before you listen, will you please? We don't need any more angry emails, okay? Those are a real bummer. Thank you. Hello, everybody. Welcome to 30 Lives. My name is Left Joy-Con. <laughs> I, I don't do fun things. My name is Nick Cunningham. My name is Right Joy-Con, making Nick Cunningham <laughs> the switch in the middle. Or, or the grip. Or the grip. Or the, or the battery grip. Or the battery or the, grip. Or the, the grip. Or grip. the battery grip. Or... <laughs> but which grip are you, Nick? Welcome, welcome to the, the Wii U NX Switch Extravaganza. Yay, Ugh. we did it. Wait, Wii U? What's that? That's not even a system. That never happened. <laughs> oh, oh, you we're mean the add-on for the Wii? Yeah, we're acting like that never happened. Just, just leave it behind. Let it, let it die its slow, painful death. Oh and we'll no, move on. I meant the, I meant yeah, the gamepad accessory for the Wii. Yeah, the gamepad uh, accessory. Yeah, yeah. yeah, which was yeah. awesome, by the way. Man, off console play of Wii games. Oh, so good. So what an good. innovation, Nintendo. <laughs> you did it. <laughs> uh, anyway, very good. Uh, we are a video game show. Uh, normally, we talk about what we've been playing to start off, but that's not really relevant hey, right wait, now. Wait, I think. Wait, 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 wait. Uh, okay. But I've been playing Elite Dangerous in VR, and it's amazing. Cool. How's okay. the screen door? No, we talked. We talked about it. That's it. Um, uh, no, the the screen dooring is awful. I I I <laughs> I, 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 I no shit. My 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 mouse cursor was hovering over a buy it now button on a Vive because I was like I can't fucking read the text in Elite Dangerous and then I was like no 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 I shouldn't do that that's bad that's a really mm. bad thing to do so um, yeah that's what I've been playing that's all I'm gonna yeah. say great uh, <laughs> but I, been, I, I've been yeah I, I've been playing weird other disparate games for another project that I'm working on um but uh yeah so like Spec Ops the Line. Uh, a couple other ones that are not coming to mind at the that's, moment. That's awful. And Nick, you've been yep. playing Diablo, so cool. Uh, yeah, we've we've gotten through gotten through the whole yeah. what are you playing part. Now we're going to talk about the Nintendo Switch. Yeah, because that's what do we, we have do. To? Wait, did that? Did that? Was there something happening with that? Um, yeah. There now, was, what is the Switch? There was okay. So the Switch, the Switch is it's it's a small piece of wood, um, that you take. <laughs> And you use to to uh, beat children to beat your children with, um, <laughs> at least according to German legend, um, you should just always legend? have it switched. Yeah, it's it's an it's an important German uh, lesson passed down through the history of, of the Germanic people uh, that you need to beat the fuck out of your children with a with a wood stick. I mean, because this to is... me, legend implies that it didn't happen. Well, no, I mean, this is this is nothing if not the sort of natural end of Nintendo's generally invasive uh, way of deciding what children should and shouldn't be able to do. Uh, they're just no, child, taking you it to a natural conclusion. We uh, come to said, your house and we beat you with a piece of wood. Yeah. See, that was the, that was the part of the, the parental control video that got cut out, where <laughs> Bowser just walks up to Bowser Jr. and starts and just, 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 just and fucking wails on him, you know? It's all yep. good. Um, yeah, they were originally yep. going to call it the Nintendo SWAT, but that didn't that didn't go over so well in marketing, so they decided to switch mm -hmm. it over. That's a good 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 call. Yep. Um, anyway, so uh, there was a 
uh, large media, large-ish media event uh, in Japan. It, it seemed pretty what, big. There were an awful lot of Japanese suits in that audience. So and and very little clapping, which yeah. is can it, I mean very very Japanese business. Man. Yeah, typical typical Japanese situation. Can anybody tell me why the why the why the f- like who was in that audience? Was it Japanese press? Am I Probably. am I just so like removed from from how the press works over there? Because like I'm used to seeing at like a like a like a video games conference, like at an event where something is being announced. I'm used to them like panning over the audience for a second and seeing like a bunch of fat guys in their 30s with beards and t-shirts blogging whole, furiously their on their yeah, their blogging furiously on their on their Apple laptops, just going fucking nutso balzo, and like and yeah, so like seeing like they 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 pulled out a couple of times during the Switch presentation, and it was just a bunch of Japanese dudes in suits, and nobody yep. seemed to be on any devices, and I was like, what? Did you guys hire a bunch of actors? Like- no, I mean it. It really like I mean it looked like a like old school. I, I mean, you know, it's it's a very Nintendo thing. It's just it looks like an old school like business briefing, like a yeah. manufacturing company would do, right? Where they're I thought just it was like, like a shareholders briefing or something like yeah. that, and I was like, well, <laughs> shit, okay, like somebody got dolled up and they went to the fucking Nintendo Switch presentation to be regaled by the dude dressed up as a squid researcher. <laughs> God, yeah. that fucking guy. <laughs> okay, can we can we just real quick micro review of the entire Switch presentation because it was fucking yeah. surreal as shit. Yeah, presentation uh, itself. I think my favorite part was, um, <laughs> well, my favorite part was maybe a tie. Um, Please say it's the a translators. Tie, it's a tie between the horrible t- the translators, uh, which were absolutely horrific. Uh, but in particular, one translator who was translating yeah. for Suda, who was like, and, um, uh, <sighs> and then we're uh, gonna, uh, a, a no, uh, uh, no more heroes. He said no more heroes. Wait, my favorite. Oh, I, my favorite. He didn't say no. Uh, uh, yeah, and then. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> my, fa- my favorite part of his translation was the parts where he was he was obviously like i i've, I've read a few things about this uh, kind of post-mortem um pseudo was apparently using an awful lot of like slang and kind of like weird sort of metaphor like hard to translate stuff so like apparently yeah. his entire speech was that but the poor translator was sitting here live on stream streaming to everybody that is watching it in the u.s right or everybody in an english-speaking country so he's now streaming to like millions of people and he's he sits there for like no shit like 20 seconds just listening to what the guy is saying and then he comes up he, he like this is what he settles on he's like um we we hope that the game is good it's just like (laughs) i i I kind of feel for the guy because i know he was doing his best but shit man that was so uncomfortable yeah well and i think alex uh helfen pointed out in in chat because we were chatting in the old you know podcast group um discord this the the whole time through the the presentation that like it it's hard to translate in an engaging way because like you you really are sitting there and listening to words and then just saying those words like you can't add emphasis or <laughs> things to mm-hmm. them yeah. um mm-hmm. you know so i mean i think um it like it would have been great at least for me to see like reggie or bill trennan like do rec- have them be the one doing a voiceover of the thing with a like here is the script of what this guy is going to say roughly yeah. here is the a blurb that reggie is going to say um and you know plus or minus he can you know subtract a thing there to fill in to just get the message across without it being like word for word translation. Cause it just ends up being not very engaging for a big chunk of their market. You know? I mean, I, this is a really radical concept, but what if they just did 
two presentations. It's the craziest thing. One in English <laughs> and one in Japanese. Oh my god! Oh. Who would have thought? Like, well, I mean, they, it's got it's it, gone over well with a couple of the directs that they've done. I have no like. I do not understand why they decided to go live with this presentation yeah. instead yeah. of just doing a pre-recorded direct because like they have so much more impact when it's pre-recorded because they're able to add effects and do something fun and like I can almost guarantee you somebody proposed that and then Kamishima the the stand-in CEO right now was like no I'm not doing that ridiculous shit we're doing this the correct way we're gonna get yeah. a bunch of people in suits we're gonna sit down and I'm gonna present it to them and then like somebody had to fight to put fun stuff in there so that's why yeah. we got that's why we got squid researcher guy. That's why we got the magician. Like like yep. somebody was somebody was All fucking tooth and tooth and claw, like just trying their damnedest to get Kamishima to agree to do that. Like he is very much the epitome of like Japanese businessman. So he comes that's- out on stage and the dude is just like frowning. He's so He's very, very serious. Right. Well, and yeah. it's like I know a lot of it is just like again, translator delivery, but like the stuff that he was saying made it obvious kind of that that audience that they had was not enthusiast press types of people right Mm -hmm. like because they were like and this will allow people to play games on the (laughs) nintendo switch and it will allow them to have fun playing those games in a games are a form of entertainment enjoyed by many yeah, uh, there was there was a, there was a little bit of that sort of setup that kind of felt like mm. they were like, we need to teach all of you what a video game is, so that the rest of this hour will make sense to you. Yeah, it was, like I, it it really did feel like a shareholders meeting. So, if someone asks aside. if you're a squid or a kid, you are not expected to answer. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all that aside, so so the 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 conference itself was a little uncomfortable, but uh, let's 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 get to the meat. Let's let's talk about what they revealed. Um, so going off of the, the, the pre, the pre reveal, uh, trailer, all we knew going into it was that it had separable stuff and it was in a dock and you could take it out of the dock. Mm -hmm. There was a lot Mm -hmm. of speculation going into this as to what all of the bits and pieces we saw in that pre reveal were. Um, and so most of it was pretty well, pretty well, quote unquote, nailed down by the rumor mill. Um, what we do know now for sure that Nintendo has released is that, uh, as far as the hardware goes, uh, it's a 720p screen on the Switch. It's capacitive touch. Uh, the system comes with 32 gigs of onboard memory with a micro SD card slot that will support SDXC formats, which apparently go up to two terabytes. I guess somebody saw on stream that they were using a two terabyte micro SD card in one of the Switches. I don't no, think I, that I, exists, th- though. Or yeah, somebody they, asked about it. They were they were using a there's a one a terabyte micro SD right two two fifty six gig um but somewhere in some documentation it mentions that it will support up to a two terabyte okay. micro SD card yeah so so the product that theoretically does not exist yet uh, I, I I'm I'm relatively certain there is a one terabyte micro SD card uh, SDXC mm. I'm um also also at some point in the future it'll support external storage yeah which you know is cool until you take it on the go with you yeah. so i'm not yeah. really sure what the plan for that like maybe get like a little portable drive with a USB-C plug it into the bottom <laughs> of the switch and the charging port <laughs> and i've got my games there. on this i just got this dongle thing it's just oh. real I, I want it to be i want it to be like a usb hub with several thumb drives that are all plugged into <laughs> <it> simultaneously <laughs> that you just have velcro just to the back stick, of it. a stick coming down and then a bunch of sticks coming out yeah that's a good idea <laughs> That'd be really um, good. Keep going. So what else do we know? Uh, it's got HDMI out. The actual dock itself is not 
as much of a dumb device as, as people thought actually um it is doing active active conversion uh so it is it is the equivalent to like a video adapter dongle for like you know uh, like a MacBook Pro or something like that. Um, so, and it converts the dock itself has HDMI out, uh, USB A out, and uh, to, there's a th- well, yeah. Point. So the dock, you, yeah, USB- the dock has yeah. power, which is USB C, mm-hmm. and then it has USB A yeah, right. and HDMI, and then on the uh, and that's sort of in like this back enclosure part of the dock. Yeah, that folds and then, up, which yeah, is weird. Yeah, and then. On the sort of, if you're looking straight at it on the left front side, there's two more USB A ports there, oh. which they have said are for charging, um, you know, so that you have access to plug a cable into charge, uh, okay. you yeah. know, additional devices, presumably yeah, so your Joy Con grip through. and stuff like that. Yeah. And those are, those are USB 2, the one on the side. Yeah, because I think they're meant like pretty much exclusively yeah. for, for, uh, power. for power. Yeah. So, and then the uh, the actual console itself. Uh, beyond that, they they did talk a lot about the Joy Cons. Um, there were a couple of, I don't know if I'd call them surprises because I think a, a lot of the stuff was sort of pegged in the rumor mill. But there were a couple of things that I, you know, I, I personally I wasn't quite expecting. Um, they have this uh, HD HD Rumble thing that they're doing, um, which is essentially similar to the like like you know Apple's Taptic Engine, which is just actuators instead of like a motor. Um, so it's yep. a lot more fine-tuned and allows them to do kind of a wider range of, of stuff. I don't know if you guys saw it. Uh, there was a, there was a video floating around. Uh, it is actually a co-licensed technology with another company, and I can't remember their name right now. Um, mm-hmm. But that company specifically works with um, uh, neurology and stuff like that. So they, they actually work with with people who do like uh, medicine involving the brain and, 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 and touch sensations and stuff like that. Um, and so their technology that they have they have created with Nintendo's help um, is designed to use that rumble feedback to let you feel like a pushing and a pulling sensation, um, which is like one of the big ones. So like as you're as you're uh, the, the, the demo that I saw was really actually very cool. Um, he had like a uh, uh, a couple of globes on a screen. And he was demonstrating that, like, as you push the globe down, the the feedback that you get kind of feels like resistance. Huh. So you can mm. kind of feel okay. like when you're getting to the bottom, and it can emulate like a spring as you're pulling on something. You can you feel kind of like it getting to the end of the spring and being sort of stretchy. Um, and then there were a couple other things, but Nintendo demonstrated in their video with, uh, with, uh, holding a with cup of, letters. yeah, holding oh, a cup no. of, uh, hold, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> holding, holding a glass, right. And putting a couple of ice cubes in it. And the, the magician in their pre-rendered, their pre-done video, uh, was demonstrating and saying like, I can feel the ice cubes going in my glass. I yeah. can feel the water being poured in my glass and look, I can shake it around and I can feel the ice cubes shaking around in the glass. So like, like that's one of those things that you definitely need to get hands-on time to decide well, it's, just, it's a hard thing to to demo too right yeah. like you know so i yeah. mean like they like they obviously tried you know because they don't want to just say like also the rumble's good like it's good <laughs> like it's like it's good rumble this time it's not yeah. like the regular rumble it's good it's, um, it's like you know rumble. so they wanted some way to kind of demonstrate it so it'll be it'll be hard it'll be interesting to see how that actually manifests inside of um games um you know i mean i know like you know and chris i think you probably know this probably better than most um that i'm pretty tepid on most motion control things at this point yeah um so i'll be i'll be interested to see how they implement that stuff but um you know i don't know i mean better tech i think you know the more tools that they can give to developers especially the the nearer they can get to some semblance of parity with the other consoles is going to be good yeah um you know i know the rumble like you know the the rumble in the dualshock 4 is also very good um 
you know, in that it can like make, you know, it can, it can give you the sensation that you're feeling it on one side or the other side and it can, you know, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Well, and you know, like, and you know, that's feel that's, like it's weighted and tipping over and stuff like that. Too, yeah. So there's there's, um, you know, and there's something to be said. The like the Xbox one controller has the has the force feedback in the triggers, which mm-hmm. are woefully underused, unfortunately. But like they have been useful in a number of senses, like that kind of increased fidelity in rumble feedback has been kind of a theme for this current current generation of consoles. Um, like one of my favorite uses on the Xbox controllers, if you're playing like Halo, uh, as your as your gun runs out of ammo per shot the the specific trigger that you're pulling to fire the gun shakes harder and harder and harder to know let you know like physically that your gun is running at ammo so mm-hmm. like depending on how well nintendo deals with this stuff and what's it what's included in the development kit this could be really cool or it could be something that everyone ignores so um the yeah. other thing that they that they talked about uh with the with the joy con so there's there's a left and right joy con i guess they both have different slightly different capabilities which is weird um the left joy con is the one with the with the haptic feedback and then the right Joy-Con has the has the has an IR camera on the bottom of it and the IR camera is is like the one that they use for the Wii Motion Plus right uh, mm-hmm. to detect movement uh, but it can detect distance from an object so you can put an object in front of it and it can detect how far away it is from that object presumably with like two sensors doing triangulation um, and it can also detect the shape of the object so it's kind of like um, I don't know if you guys ever played with the prototype Microsoft Surface way back it's, when the table uh, one yeah they used an ir camera underneath that to track all of the fingerprints and whatever shape was on on the on the thing it's going to be like a relatively low resolution ir camera that can just say okay i can pick out a shape and a distance of a shape so yeah it's like it's like a very mm -hmm. very um uh what junior version of a connect basically (laughs) yeah yeah it's i mean it's like very small um so that kind of came as a surprise. And then the uh, the right Joy-Con also has an NFC reader in it for Amiibo support. So that's good. Nintendo's mm-hmm. not dropping that. I think a lot of people would have problems with it. Uh, myself included. Uh, <laughs> I got a lot of fucking Amiibos. I would be real sad if they didn't do anything. Um, and uh, I think that covers the hardware. Um, were there any other surprises? Oh, USB-C charging. Yep. Yeah. Bravo. Yeah. I mean, um, I think. It, yeah. <laughs> A modern yeah. a modern decision out of Nintendo is actually is is kind of surprising. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think um, one of the things that was was clear from the initial stuff that they had showed that I think they kind of cleared up for me at least in like the presentations and and the the follow up Treehouse stuff as well was how capable a individual Joy-Con is. Um, you know, because I think one of the things that I've always thought was kind of a them. Yeah, uh, I don't know. I, I guess kind of reaching a little bit was to be like, yeah, and it ships with two controllers because that's one of the things that they talked about. Because they're like, because mm-hmm. you can take the two, the right and left Joy-Con, you can give them to a friend and they can play. And then, um, and I've always, I, I just felt like that was a a, a, a bit facetious to say the least. Because um, mm-hmm. I felt like they were small and they wouldn't be comfortable, and it'd feel like you know playing Mario Kart and everyone's got a pro controller and you have one Wii Mote, and so somebody's got to do stupid <laughs> waggle controls. Sorry, or something. dude, it's you like, gotta use the Wii Mote. Yeah, that like that guy's boned, right? Like, yeah. um, you know, and so like it. Um, you know, they definitely made it seem like those, you know, an individual Joy-Con is a much more capable controller than, you know, I suspected it to. And it's 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 effectively like a Super Nintendo controller that just, you know, has a analog stick instead of a D-pad, right? Like, you know, you have yeah. four buttons, you have shoulder buttons, and you have, you know, a direction pad. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and so it's, I, I mean, it's cool to see that. Um, I think the disparity of functionality between the two is kind of frustrating, um, you know. If there is a game that uses the you know IR sensor to do a cool thing, 
Well, a two-player version of that game requires you to have two sets of Joy-Cons or to Specifically have two right Joy-Cons. Two right Joy-Cons. <laughs> Which instead, is so you know, fucking weird. Like Yeah. So so that that kind of stuff I think is kind of a bummer, but um it'll be but it's really going to depend on what gets implemented by, you know, developers, right? So Yeah. Yeah. Um, speaking speaking of which the other the other one of the other things that they announced was the uh, we or sorry <laughs> the switch box <laughs> uh, the, the Wii 3 box will come with uh, straps for the Joy-Con um, which are really just like it's a little piece of plastic on the end of a regular old wrist strap but the little piece of plastic yeah. slides into the slot that the Joy-Con uh, docks with the regular switch unit um, with and it gives you extended L and R buttons so they're so they're slightly larger L and R buttons because the actual ones on the Joy-Con are pretty small actually they're they're kind yeah. of like you have to use your fingertips to press them. Um, mm-hmm. So the strap uh, will will extend the functionality of that, but it also it it kind of beefs up the Joy-Con just a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. I've heard a lot of comparisons, and I think I've seen I've seen a couple of uh, direct comparisons. The Joy Cons are about the size of a Game Boy Micro. I don't know if you guys ever yep. handled any of those. Yeah. Um, but uh, with the strap on top of them, it will kind of beef it up a little bit, and it'll come in clocking kind of slightly under the size, I guess, of about an NES controller. Um, definitely smaller, but like it will be a little more in line with what you would expect out of a controller, which is mm-hmm. nice. Um, so that was one of the other things that like seeing the Joy-Con used a lot in real world, real world situations in like the Treehouse mm-hmm. stream afterwards. I was like, okay, I'm a little less concerned about how freaking tiny those things are. Um, because yeah. I was, I was kind of in the same boat as Nick. I was like, somebody's going to be like, okay, well we have these three pro controllers and I guess I guess Mike is stuck with a Joy-Con. Like I feel a lot better about handing a Joy-Con to somebody now because I feel like it's going to be a little more high quality. Also, the motion tracking in it they said is is, is essentially equivalent to a Wii Motion Plus remote. Um, so that's good too, and also spells well for like you know Wii ports or you know even virtual console games using using Wii Motion Plus stuff. So, yep. So we'll see how all that goes. I was going to say other other big piece I feel like that we kind of missed um was price. Uh it's uh 200 and, it's and it's $299. Um yeah. and um I think the the surprising piece of that to me was that the price was sort of talked about in the same breath about the sort of box contents. Um you know um I I honestly did not expect them to include a grip um, of any kind mm-hmm. <laughs> um, it seems it seems like there's actually a different there's a grip that they include which is just a piece of plastic to hold the controllers potentially does charging pass through for the joy cons um and then they it sell does not. Oh, apparently great. not yeah great it's, um, it's just then, it's straight up a piece of plastic the only thing that that the included <laughs> grip does it, it has contacts when you put the joy cons in that yeah. shows the charge level of the joy cons on the front of the grip so that's sure. the only electronic component in the included grip and presumably like you know tells tells the joy-con you are connected via a grip um so that you know because i mean they one of the big things that they're they're pitching with the console in general is just the versatility and how you play um and so there's gonna have to be games that will have to be able to know oh you're playing with a joy-con in each hand versus you're playing with one joy-con versus you're playing with them in a grip uh versus they're connected to the switch uh like you know because if it's connected to the switch you may need those buttons to map differently because you could use touch green controls and like you know um 
so it'll be interested to see how that pans out as well um but i was i was surprised to see the grip included in the box um granted that surprise is mostly before i realized that it wasn't the charging one um which is kind of a bummer <laughs> yeah but, i uh, mean i think a lot of people were expecting it to be like they didn't nobody knew that there were two skews for that um, and they thought that the grip was the grip was the grip and that like the one that's included in the box is going to be that charging grip. A lot of people also assume there was a battery in it. Um, and apparently that's not the case even for the charging grip. There's no battery in it. It's just a pass through a USB-C pass through for you to charge your Joy-Cons mm. while you're using it. Um, so it's not like you can leave your charge grip home charging and then like, oh, I'm back from going out and about and playing my Switch with everybody. It's real fun. And like my Joy-Cons need charging. You can't just like plug them into the grip and have a wireless controller, you'll need to make it a wired controller to charge while you're playing. Uh, I was looking up, I saw some details about uh, battery life and stuff like that on the Joy-Cons. <clears throat> uh, 20 hours. Mm -hmm. um, and it takes about three hours to charge them. Yeah, I mean, honestly, like quick charge would have been nice, but like a 20 hour charge capacity on these tiny, tiny, tiny little things is a lot better than I would have expected. Like, I, I really didn't yeah. think packing all the stuff they did, the accelerometer, the NFC reader, all of the, like, you know, the IR camera and stuff like that, I just didn't think they'd have enough room for a battery big enough to handle 20 hours of use. Um, yep. But supposedly, like, uh, I think the press were reporting from the event in New York. They were saying, like, they used the same Joy-Cons all day for the entire event, and as far as they could tell, they never had to take them off and go switch them out for fresh ones or anything like that. Yeah, which so. I mean that that lines up pretty well with the reported you know charge time. I think the the charge time that I like I am overwhelmingly more worried about charge time for the Switch console itself, which is about the same time three hours um, mm -hmm. to to fully charge, and it's um, yeah. So it's it's uh, two and a half yeah. to six, I believe, is what they yeah. said. Two and a half to six is the battery life to you know with it in portable mode um, depending on the game you're playing they basically said that uh i think they said breath, with of the wild breath of the wild the they were getting about three. three to three and a half hours roughly which yeah. i mean if you think about it like at least for my day-to-day -day use that's not awful like especially since there's a USB-C port on the bottom of there i have a battery pack i can plug the the switch into if i want to charge it um, so that's not the worst thing in the world. I don't think I'm going to have a lot of battery anxiety. Um, but I can only imagine as we get further and further down the line, somebody is going to release another game that is going to like push that limit as hard as it can. And they'll yep. be playing. I mean, it might even be like Skyrim cause that's supposedly yeah. the special edition that's running. It might be that that takes enough kind of oomph for, you know, to hit that two hour lower, lower estimate. And that kind of sucks like well, for two me, hours yeah i mean for me like the two hours like that's it's rough like uh you know but i mean i kind of know like we know more or less not that because they talked about it because they obviously won't talk about you know the guts which is what i actually want to know yeah, i want to know the guts um but uh yeah i mean anytime that it takes longer to charge than you can discharge it in is a uh, 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 severely shitty situation yeah <laughs> you know so i yeah. mean um yeah i mean i think um from a just the actual hardware of the console itself excluding the unknowns of you know what chip it's running and all that sort of stuff i think that's that's the biggest hardware disappointment for me out of the whole thing um otherwise i think i like i'm 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 happy to see what they're doing it's you know uh the tablet alone chris i know it, i had mentioned this to you a ways uh i think a hair less than a 3ds xl um which is great you know and it's it weighs phenomenal. Um, a little bit more than that once you have the joy cons attached obviously because mm -hmm. they have batteries in them that are substantial enough to give them 20 hours of battery life um yep. but um yeah so i mean i think that it is kind of svelte it is good and a positive thing um 
you know, so I mean, overall, I think like hardware wise, I think I'm, I am pretty happy with it. The, the charging and the battery life, I think is kind of a, a bit of a stickler uh, yeah, point yeah. for me. Um, um, mostly could, just because it's like, I can't, you know, if I can't sit there on the, yeah, I don't know if I can't sit there on the couch and be, you know, binging through TV shows, you know, for a while. And then I'm like, ah, well, it's dead. So I, <laughs> like yeah i will play it tomorrow because i can't like quick charge it up to 50 percent charge or something which like that tech exists <laughs> within the the stuff that they're using so we'll see so there was a uh uh someone had asked a uh netflix representative if netflix was going to be available on the switch and they said no now this was like a over the phone type of conversation oh, no. or don't, email no. conversation so i don't, don't know how much no. credence that lends it but. if they if they called if they called customer i used to work netflix customer service i'll say that if they called customer yeah. service they have no fucking clue what they're talking about yeah. uh, <laughs> I, I would be stunned if there was no netflix on this device netflix is on everything down to you know fucking toaster oven so yeah. um so i think i think uh I think that about wraps it up for kind of like the hardware overview. There's there's also a kickstand on the back, uh, which I think they sort of showed yep. off a little bit in the video. Um, the the layout of all of this stuff, the USB-C ports on the top, oh. which is great. I'm glad it's not a, somewhere stupid on the bottom. Um, there's a, a, a 3.5 mil headphone jack. You say the USB-C well. ports on the top? I don't Wait, think it is. Right, How would it right charge if you dock it? Hang on, I'm looking at it. Maybe it's on the bottom. Um, I would guess so it's on the bottom. That kind of does take that kind of does take away from using it in kickstand mode while uh, while you're charging, doesn't it? Sure does. Whoopsie. Okay. Um, and then uh, let's see. It's got it's got a couple of microphones. Does it have a camera on it? Anybody see if there's a camera on it? It does not have a camera. On no. It. Okay. Um, um, so which I am which is ex- fine. I extremely grateful for because <laughs> I I've I've had I've had one time where I've played a game where I was like this camera's novel and I was very tired of it by the end of the game <laughs> and I adored that game because it was Tearaway um, yeah. but like uh, yeah. boy I just I'm just that's not a technology I care about or want so just well, nope 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 and nope. I think I think in the in in using my 3DS the cameras on that are such low quality like it's yeah. sort of cool that you can take a 3D picture with them sort of um, but I think I used it like three <laughs> times when I initially got my 3ds and then I was like, cool, never launching that again. Put it in a folder. Bye. Yep. Like, yeah. Um, so that, that covers the switch hardware. Uh, let's talk about software. Let's talk about games. Uh, they didn't show off the menu, which I was kind of hoping they would give us a little bit of an overview of like how the OS is going to work and, and what they, what they're doing there. There was a brief snippet in one of the videos of a very yeah. similar to the 3ds and Wii U. Uh, menu it's got just kind of like a grid of applications sort of thing although for them it was a line but that's kind of the default that the 3ds comes in it's just a big long line of like this is the game you can launch well it's Um, not clear it's not clear because a lot of the hardware that they were that press was using and everything was so they couldn't even get to the menu if they wanted to yeah so um yeah it's not even clear whether the the little snippets that we've seen are prototype or yeah demonstration or any of that sort of stuff like it maybe maybe that's the case but like that they didn't talk about it at all um, and did not let anyone in the press didn't answer any questions didn't let anybody see it um leads me to believe that like interface maybe (laughs) they're tweaking uh you know making some minor tweaks about settings and stuff but 
Um, day one patch. Yeah, I I, I don't <laughs> know if if he. Uh, well, I'm. I mean, I I expect a day one patch at this point, but I wouldn't be so, like that. I expect a day one patch with yeah. any com- gaming related thing that. Yeah. I if purchased. the um if the uh if the little snippet that was in the video is an indication though, it's hopefully going in kind of like a cleaner, kind of more technological sort of like it's it's going for sort of a minimalist look, which is less this is a toy and more like this is an electronic device that you can use to play games and we understand what kind of slick things look like now so that's cool mm-hmm. um so you know fingers crossed for a decent ui from them um i'm i'm also hoping that they give up on trying to do like a fucking web browser if they put a web browser on it just put like i don't know put <laughs> chrome on there or some shit and just be done with it um so i I, so we don't know anything beyond like the gameplay features of this yet, which I think a lot of us were hoping to get gameplay like like peripheral stuff, like menus and, and other functionality of the device, and then like hardware specs, and we didn't get those, so that's kind of disappointing. Um, what yeah, we I did get... We did, I mean, a lot of the system stuff, and the reason that, like, for me, the reason I want to see all that stuff is that it's, like, that is one of the things Nintendo is the weakest at. Um, like, as a developer, like, they have a very hard time. Um, like, I was I was talking to Cody about this on the way home <laughs> from uh, from work after the, the, sw- the Switch announced and the tree, Treehouse a stream all day that I was, like, I was, like, it is astonishing to me that, like, the way that they handle, for instance, Wi-Fi, like if you change the Wi-Fi password, you go into the thing and it's like, which Wi-Fi location of the three that you have would you like to start a new Wi-Fi location to get a password? It's like, no, no, you should just see that I'm not connected to Wi-Fi and there should be a <laughs> pop-up that says, here's the Wi-Fi that I found is one of these you. Tap on it password done never think about it ever again yeah you don't uh, have to go into your own separate menu reboot um, the system and do a bunch of other <laughs> shit to, like yeah. that's so, been kind of infuriating so. i don't want to have to launch a settings application that i have to wait to see it load in order to like change a minor setting or something like that you know they did mention this was this was a little curious thing that i noticed during the presentation they did mention that there was going to be a companion app for your for smart devices so like for your phone um that may or may not they were very vague about this and i don't think anybody's gotten good clarification on it yet but it may or may not be responsible for sharing like your phone's internet connection with the switch when you're on the go Hmm. um so that might be kind of neat um but like it's not something that i can't already do with a hotspot on my phone anyway so i prefer that they just made like the process of switching wi-fi networks a lower friction experience instead of like having any novelty but we don't know that's unknown so it's like i i'm that is one of the areas i think i'm i'm most interested in seeing what they did um yeah i I mean ranking second (laughs) far 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 uh behind hardware uh, yeah. Because I want to know what them guts is. Uh, like, is it going to be like the Wii U gamepad where it turns out there's just a little baby battery in there and they could have put a big boy battery in there? Uh, does it turn out that it actually has the tech to do quick charge if somebody plugs in a quick charge capable charger to it and Nintendo just isn't shipping that as the default AC adapter? We don't know. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is there like physical space inside of it so that I can at some point in the future buy an upgraded battery yeah yeah they have said you have to mail it in if the battery goes out uh so that Uh, leads me to believe that it is not um if there is a battery it is absolutely not user serviceable but that's neither here nor there yeah um i gotta i gotta say i'm just just i'm i'm looking right now there's a kotaku article that has a bunch of profile pictures and stuff like that of the switch i you know it it does look like a pretty pretty densely packed little situation like it i i don't anticipate there's a whole lot of extra room but like i didn't anticipate there's a whole lot of extra room inside the gamepad until i opened that shit up and realized that they put a battery 75 <laughs> percent of the battery compartment <laughs> like yeah 
So we'll we'll see what happens with that. Um, they did announce some games, um, not maybe quite as many as people would have hoped for. Um, I think but, you could say definitively not as many as people had hoped for. Yeah. But, so yeah. so all told, uh, right now Nintendo has confirmed, and they've they've there have been a couple of people saying within the Nintendo organization that that hopefully this is going to change between now and launch. But right now the launch window includes five, or like launch day includes five games, um, which is pretty small. I think like the GameCube had like eleven or something like that, and that was that was also felt pretty small. Um, I don't know, Nick, if you want to pull up some stats or something, but um, I know. I mean, I know that from my digging around, there is more than five games that should be available um, on launch uh, day. On launch day, great, um, because there is a bunch of stuff that. Um, I mean, there are some things that are definitely them padding that uh, <laughs> launch selection a little bit. Um, uh, you know, uh, Activision said Skylanders Imaginators, which is the latest rendition of the Skylanders Toys to Life game, will be available. Uh, nope. Just Just Dance 2017 I'm cool, um, is also going to be available, um, which they had on demo at the Treehouse thing. Um, a little uh, indie game uh, Square Enix published called I Am Setsuna uh, has said that their um, port to the Switch is actually going to be live on launch day. Oh, really? Um, huh. yeah, I think I've only seen that. reports um, that it is March. Yeah, the um, the I I dug into uh, what the developer is. Uh, Tokyo RPG Factory is the name of the developer for that game. <laughs> just cranking them out, <laughs> just cranking them RPGs out. Um, and I'm and I'm about ninety percent sure. I mean that there was enough in- misinformation going around. Um, there were some people saying that Steep from Ubisoft, which is confirmed to come to the Switch, would be coming out, but um, uh, as part of the the launch. Um, selection and uh ubisoft then had to come out and say no none of our stuff is going to be there at launch except for just dance you can just dance uh it's just just that's all um but they have a rayman (laughs) legends definitive edition that you know is going to be coming and steep is also going to be coming as well from them so um other games other games that they talked about obviously breath of the wild uh they they actually ended the presentation with uh a launch date announcement for breath of the wild that it oh will my be god available it took day 10 one. minutes it took them 10 minutes to do it too because they were <laughs> yeah. like hey uh miyamoto do you hey, want to announce it and he was like oh no like that's i knew i was gonna back, back to you i know nope nope back on over to you kamishima and then he was like no nah, i'm gonna just here watch this video it's good um <laughs> by the way that <laughs> That that trailer was like one of the more phenomenal game game trailers I've seen in a long time. I'm like it was way very way into that trailer. Very very good. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, because so, it's like voice it's actor. like oh, it's like anime Zelda. <laughs> yeah. It it looks it looks like I'm I'm super excited for Breath of the Wild, but one game does not a system launch make. I think. Um, so some other games that they announced, uh, they did announce a new a new IP from Nintendo called Arms. Um, which is the concept is basically it's a it's a fighting game. Um, uh, the I would say legs. I would say more like a boxing game. Um, and you play as these characters with these big springy arms, like they don't have normal arms; they have springs where their arms should be, and they end in fists. Um, and the concept is is that you're gonna hold two Joy-Con controllers, one in each hand, and you'll use those in sort of like a motion sensitive sort of way to punch. And you can like twist your punches by twisting the Joy Cons and stuff like that. Um, they have confirmed since then that you will be able to use non motion controls for arms, which is cool. Which is good. Um, the whole thing's got kind of like a um, like an Astro Boy aesthetic. It's sort of it's sort of like old school, I'd say like 1960s, 1970s anime sort of kind of art design to it. Um, and they are, I think, trying to sell it. There's there's a lot of characters and stuff like that. Um, it's yet to be seen like what else is in it. But uh, I mean, 
it looks okay. It doesn't look fantastic. Um, I, I may consider picking it up if I'm like really starved for games, which by all accounts I will be. But um, yeah. but it, it's I, I don't think there was anything that was like standout phenomenal about it. It looks it looks all right. And I watched some of the gameplay on on the Treehouse. Um, it's definitely not going to be like you know their breakout hit. It's not going to be like Splatoon, which a lot of people weren't expecting to be very good, and a lot of people apparently liked an awful lot. Um, yep. Speaking of which, they confirmed that in the in the preview video that they did that the Splatoon they showed off was not just a... I, I don't want to say HD port because I don't know if HD quite covers it with the Switch. <laughs> um, but it was it was indeed Splatoon 2. Um, the, the game focuses on... like it's, it's two years later in universe. I, I just... I'm not a Splatoon person, so I don't know. It's um, a missed opportunity of a name. I can tell you that much. It is. Splatoon. Uh, because, because it should have been a tune for yeah. Splatoon. Yeah. Um, but there's going to be a lot more weapon types, and there's going to be a lot more game game modes and maps, I guess. Yep. Um, um, what else did they announce? A lot more squids, a lot more kids. Uh, I will say, you know, the other two things that are launch day titles that I thought, like, had some semblance of being interesting to me. Oh yeah, Splatoon's um, not till the summer, by the way. Sorry. True. Um, <laughs> were uh, was uh, Super Bomberman R, um, which is yeah. basically a new Bomberman game. Um, it looks interesting. Um, it's a uh, Konami, uh, and so I'm. I'm <laughs> but I'm. They exist. I'm. I'm mostly interested to see whether it's as much of a train wreck as it looks like it would be, because it supports up to eight players, um, and. Yeah, and I don't it's know if like I want to play eight this... players on my six-inch tablet screen. Well, and it has well, like you a, can do it has multiple switches. Yeah. yeah, or you could do it on a television, right? Um, you know, uh, but like it's this sort of, it's not the like straight top-down view of like old-school Bomberman. Um, and the right. the color palette is very muted, and so it's really difficult to see. Like, it's just really difficult to track progress like what is happening on the screen from it did uh, it did look a little busy there. from from what i've seen so we'll yeah. we'll see what happens with that i don't know if konami has the chops to make games anymore <laughs> so uh so like i remember them saying like we're going to just start doing mobile games and is this what they meant by that like mobile and that they figured out how to make a character move around on screen because if so <laughs> good job konami you're like 90 percent of the way into developing a game um, the, I mean, other, the other, other one, titles that they have for March, um, they have has been heroes, which I think Nick, you looked a lot at. I did. Um, I actually, I dug, I dug into it a little bit and I was like, oh man, this will be a really cool little like, you know, title for them to have it launch on the, on the switch. And then I was like, oh, and it's also coming to the PS4 and Xbox one and PC at the same time. <laughs> I was like, well, we'll damn play it. it there. Um, one of the exclusives that they did have was a game called snipper clips. Yep. Um, which I I don't know if you guys saw it actually was initially revealed at GDC. Uh, I want to say 2015. Well, saying um, it was, was yeah. revealed there, uh, the the original developer had a game that very very closely resembled Snipper Clips and called then Friend Shapes. And then Nintendo basically said like that's a thing we want. Um, and like you know brought them. It sounds like more or less in house, or is developing it in partnership with them, and is now mm -hmm. releasing it as this. Yeah, so um, so they basically acquired that, you know, uh, whole, wholesale 
Um, if you if you look if you go look at like GDC the GDC presentation where they announced it, just look up Friend Shapes. Uh, is what it was called. Uh, it is basically the exact same game. Nintendo cutified it a little bit. They added kind of like, uh, you know, faces to the... Like, there were faces, but they added, like, more cartoony faces to it. Um, but it honestly, like, it looks like a pretty fun game, and I, I anticipate that would be one that I would pick up uh, within that launch window. Uh, there's also... It's also uh, only $20. Yeah, which I'm oh. way down with. I also... I, I will say this. I am really excited about the prospect of having my switch because I, I have a bag that I carry to work every day and I usually slip my like 3ds in there and I have my 3ds with me a lot I do I do mobile gaming that is a thing that I'm okay with doing uh, in in the sense of like portable games I don't like like phone games like smartphone games but I do like having you know a, a system with buttons I love my 3ds um, I love the concept of having my switch with a game like snipper clips on it uh, in my bag and then being able to pull that up, put the kickstand up and hand a controller to somebody and say, Hey, play this game with me. Like that seems cool. <laughs> like, and, or, or don't, don't ask them, tell them, no, play or, this game, play with this me. game. With I mean, me, motherfucker. Think, I mean, also you could just buy one, two switch and then you could milk a cow with them. That's awkward. Uh, <laughs> I, I hope maybe we can not. Um, no, I, I, I will say, like, ha- having been an avid 3DS user, there were a number of times where I would, like, be like, hey, do you want to play 3DS? And, like, even you guys, like, oh, that'd be cool if I had my 3DS on me. Or, oh, that'd be cool if my 3DS weren't in my bag and completely discharged for the last, like, month because I don't yeah. play it a whole lot. Um, and this kind of takes that extra step out of the equation. And it doesn't seem like a big step because I know a lot of people with 3DSs, but it is a big enough step, like, I'm the person who will plug my switch in every night i'm the person who will grab it and put it in my bag every day and i'm the person that will have all of the little accessories so i'll have four joy cons with me at any given time like that's not that's not a huge thing for me to do on a day-to-day and if that means that i'll have times when i can sit down with people and be like hey do you want to play some smash pop out my four joy cons and we can all sit there and play smash like i'm way down with that like i'm super super down with that it's worth noting that they have not confirmed whether a Smash game is. Yeah, there's no there's no Smash <laughs> so far, so we'll see what happens. Um, so other games that they announced, they confirmed uh, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe is going to have all of the previous Mario Kart DLC and a couple of new maps. Uh, the They're adding the Squidlings um, to the game as playable characters, and they'll have a Splatoon map. Uh, I don't know if that means that they're going to do more DLC going forward, um, but they also brought a new, they revamped the battle mode, which was pathetic in Mario Kart. Mario Kart 8, it was basically like a race mode um, yep. that uh, I don't even know if there was like damage. Was there damage? Was there, was it? It was just the normal tracks with and you had a balloon or something. Yeah, it was bad. I don't even it's know. It was, it was it was it was awful. I think I played it once. Um, so the Mario Kart 8 Deluxe will have the kind of original battle mode, which is just like arenas that you go around and try and pop each other's balloons. Um, Skyrim is for sure coming, uh, Xenoblade Chronicles 2, which I've never played a Xenoblade game, and I was, like, this close to buying Xenoblade Chronicles on the 3DS, uh, when it came out, because it looked pretty, pretty neat, I, I haven't played a, like, big stand-up proper JRPG in a long time, um, with the exception of, like, I played, like, Bravely Default, but I don't know if that quite counts, because it was developed for a handheld system, and Xenoblade Chronicles was a port of a console game, um, so Xenoblade Chronicles 2... Um, uh, from from the uh, bravely default uh, team, um, yeah, from at, yeah. at the old Squeenix, um, a un a TBD release date uh, project called Project Octopath Traveler. Yep. Uh, so that's announced. neat. Uh, that's an interesting name. Uh, Sonic Mania is for sure coming over. Um, EA's uh, it wasn't wasn't the president. Who was it? It's like VP of something. 
some guy from EA came on stage and said, EA is finally coming back to Nintendo and we're going to have FIFA. Yay, FIFA. Yep. Ridge Racer. Yep. Uh, I mean, getting out of like uh, the others, because there was a bunch of stuff which was like, you know, Sega got up there and said, we're absolutely going to make games for this and we're very excited. <laughs> we promise the we will end. make a game for this. Um, um, Sonic like, Mania is coming out on the yep. Switch for sure. Um, and then the big one. Well, I think I think the big three, the big Nintendo developed ones were Zelda Breath of the Wild. Mm-hmm. One two switch, which is like their mini game compilation, which is just super weird, and I'm not sure if it's going to work very well. Um, and it should have been a pack in, and it's not. Yep. And then, uh, oh, sorry, four arms, as we mentioned, and then yep. uh, Super Mario Odyssey. Yep. Which they showed a little bit of in the Switch reveal trailer, um, and they kind of they kind of gave a little more information on it. They showed a more ex- uh, like an extended trailer. Uh, it looks to be like a proper. Almost Super Mario Galaxy esque like Mario game, which is neat. Um, and he looks it looks like he's going through a bunch of different like worlds, right? So like there's a well, realistic he leaves, city. He leaves Mushroom Kingdom. Yes. Um, um, there's he, a realistic goes, city. New Donk City. New Donk City. <laughs> oh my god, guys. Um, I think I think the thing that bugged me the most about New Donk City is not the dead potato eyes of all of the real human beings that were there um, standing <laughs> standing six feet over Mario because he's apparently like three feet tall IRL. Um, it was the fact that all of the advertisements in New Donk City said New Donk City. <laughs> like, yeah, just like there was a know, billboard like and it was a city, Chris. Well, of course, <laughs> there know? was a billboard and it was like a taxi and it said New Donk City. And then there was another billboard and it had like a manhole cover and it said New Donk City. And I'm like, hmm. This is weird. This is not a thing that's normal. Um, so uh, apparently it's a city like reigned over by Donkey Kong. I don't know. It's weird. Yep. Um, but then there were other worlds. There was the the one that they showed off that was kind of like a Day of the Dead themed sort of one. Um, there was one that seemed to center a lot around food. There were like sentient forks walking around, which was bizarre. Um, it seems, the it the seems... jungle one. Yeah, there's yep. like a proper like jungle. That, that one actually reminded me a lot of a couple of levels from like Banjo-Kazooie. Um, so like, I don't know. It, it looks very good. The game looks very good. It seems likely they'll have a level that is, you know, some kind of samurai something or other. Like that's probably the reference that, uh, Miyamoto was making with his like, yeah, he had like a samurai wearing a samurai Mario, uh, t-shirt basically. Um, Um, so it's like, so yeah, it's hopefully in reference to that. Um, other than that, um, the, the hope overwhelmingly is that, uh, this is not indicative of the entirety of this year's releases um, from I mean, what they have announced. And we it would, sure shouldn't be. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I think, you know, we would want to see, I would say, a, at least one uh, new announcement from a major property at E3. Two would be super, uh, but I'd say one is probably the most optimistic I'm going to be able to say. Um, and the thing I think I was saying to Cody is that I was just like, pull up a Smash roster. Uh, for Smash Brothers, and just and just pick a number, and throw just a dart, <laughs> any one of those things in Smash. Go ahead, and ma- I mean, they have a new Xenoblade game. He was in he was in Smash Four, not Shulk. confirmed for 2017. Yeah, um, um, the uh, uh, did you guys see that interview with Reggie Fils-Aimé? 
uh, where they asked him about uh, Mother Three and yeah, somebody uh, somebody oh, yeah. he said like, they well, did, let's see how this conversation goes next year. <laughs> they didn't ask him directly about it, but he said, and I believe the quote was some something to the effect of like, we have we have heard all of the demand for all of this stuff, and we know that this is a thing that people want. Let's have a conversation in a year, and we'll see what happened. Yep. So hopefully somewhere within the year like they were pointedly asking about metroid and mother 3 hopefully somewhere within the year we'll see something from both of those franchises well what was funny is like when he went up to talk to that person he's like like before the interviewer could even ask any questions he's like they already asked me about mother so are you gonna ask me about metroid yeah So, I mean, you know, the, the expectation is out there, and I, 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 I expect that Nintendo is aware of that. There's there's a rumor out there that there is currently a Metroid game in development not by Retro Studios. Um, mm-hmm. So, I don't know what that all means. Uh, it's uh, Hopefully, it's not another Team Ninja game, because that did not go over well uh, with, with other M. So, we'll see what happens. Um, but I, I think a new, internally developed, non-second party uh, Metroid game would would probably knock it out of the park. Um, yep. That'd be that'd be yeah. pretty nice. So yeah. Um, so yeah. Hopefully, hopefully more game announcements to come. Uh, they didn't give us any details on virtual console stuff. Um, although there have been hints in various interviews that that. Uh, oh man, I I can't remember if it was that same interview with Reggie or if it was with another another exec. But somebody basically said that we think that once we have a chance to talk about all of this stuff that we and Wii U virtual console owners will be um, pleased, I think is something, something along that lines. I'm hoping the fact that they mentioned we virtual console owners means that I can skip past the, the purchasing of all of my Wii virtual console titles (laughs) again for a newer version. Like that, that was just a super bummer. I have like no shit. I think 80 titles on my Wii virtual console and I have like 10 on my Wii U yeah, um, think, because those were the ones yeah. that I knew I wanted to get and play like so I think we know that in some capacity it will be able to play uh, at, a, at a minimum NES and SNES games mm-hmm. um, because that leads kind of into another piece which is a new online service uh, that they are apparently going to be coming out with oh yeah let's uh, talk about will, that uh, it will be free for a trial period of time here sometime I think, in 2017. And in I the think fall, the general consensus was fall. Yeah, once one, yeah. the the trial ends in fall, and then starting in fall, you pay money for it uh, on a month-to-month, and it gets you what exactly? Uh, uh, I mean, online play, right? Like, I mean, this is this mm-hmm. is Nintendo. Like, like dominantly, what it gets you is the ability to play online with people. This is okay. the thing, and- like like PS4, like Xbox One. Um, if you want to play Splatoon with people that are not sitting in your home with you or uh, holding a Switch near you, um, you you have to pay for that service. Um, okay. Also, how much it is. Um, it does also include the most Nintendo possible version version of the Games with Gold or PS Plus Instant Game Collection. Um, I don't just, love this. It is just the most Nintendo possible way for them to do this, isn't it? It really um, is. No, you're you're not wrong. Uh, so w- uh, what they are doing um, as their sort of free game offering is that uh, each month they will select one. Uh, how did they phrase it? They said like retro or uh, you know one like, one Nintendo classic. Yeah. Oh, a classic. Yeah. One, one Nintendo classic game that you'll be able to play for that month. Um, if you want to continue to play that game the following month, uh, Go ahead and you buy will it. then have to buy that game. Um, yep. So unlike games with gold or PS plus, um, you don't get to keep those games permanently as part of your account. Um, also they're old games. Like, like 
Well, uh, like <laughs> the val the valuation of the games too. So let's let's do a comparison. Like Here's okay, pilot games, wings. Yeah. So games with gold, you get you get two Xbox One games a month essentially, and then you get an Xbox three sixty backwards compatible game, right? I don't know if you guys know this, but if you stop subscribing to Xbox Live Gold, you do lose access to the Xbox One games. That's fine. That's cool. I think that's what everyone expected. You get to keep the Xbox 360 game for forever and ever and ever. Whether or not you cut your service off, you still have that Xbox 360 game. So by comparison, Nintendo can't give us, in some cases, 30-year-old games to keep forever. (laughs) They have to give them to us for a month and then take them on back because we can't just give you free stuff. Why would we do nope. that? Wait, you're paying? We still can't give you free stuff. Well, we also no, don't, know, we don't know how much a service is either, right? Like, yeah. you know, so, um, yeah. I, I mean, I can't envision them. Uh, I, I mean, it has, say to, this, be fi- Nick, it has to be five about bucks it. a month, right? Like, it has to be five bucks a month tops, uh, right? Because I mean, that, that's five bucks a month puts them over the price of PlayStation Plus, or no, puts the yeah. matches the price of uh, Xbox Live Gold or PlayStation Plus. Yeah, because they're both sixty dollars a year, right? Yeah, um, yeah, except that I'm sure that Nintendo will not have the same deal that the other two do, which is that every time I've got PlayStation Plus, I've got it for thirty five bucks during a Black Friday sale or something along those lines. Yeah. Um, I will. I will say. I think that I like like any other Nintendo event I really genuinely wonder how much of this event and the disappointment coming from this event is just not great marketing on their part and not great PR um yeah. I I'm I'm wondering if there will be like a Nintendo Direct between now and launch where they blow open the whole online service and how it works and show us all the menus and all of the gears and pieces that we kind of want to see and they might say okay well yeah we we are giving you one classic game a month but also, we're giving you access to a full library of GameCube games all the time. Like, I don't fucking know. Yeah, like, I was going to say, it. like, if, like, I think that, like, the way that they would fix the messaging of this event would be to just have a Nintendo Direct every week leading up to the Switch being launched um, and dedicate, dedicate those Directs to specific things about it, um, you know, so, like you know here is a more in depth on you know each individual game for 30 minutes that's going to be there because there's only a handful of games so demo every launch day game for a longer period of time and then Mm -hmm. dive into you know data management and how you can you know you know actually use the system and then the next week dive into online and how you'll be able to like add your friends and whether and we'll use Nintendo what the Network ID. what the eShop looks like and how their virtual console plan is yeah. going and like whether or not you'll be able to uh you know like play those games with you on the go or if like you know the gamecube games have to be done while you're docked or something like who knows like there's gonna be weird shitty hang-ups because it's nintendo but i feel like at this point the 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 general public would much rather know what all of those weird shitty hangups are up front rather yep. than having open-ended weird shitty hangups that we can interpret a million different ways that might equal like oh by the way like we're gonna shut your switch off once every day and kick you in the ass like we don't <laughs> fucking know like and and i think nintendo could do a much better job of informing people so but that's not that's not how nintendo do yeah. right um so yeah, so I don't know. I mean, generally, like price and ambiguity and ambiguity about things has or were the sort of like overarching themes that were problematic for people. Um, you know, um, price of the accessories is just fucking bananas. Uh, it's a little like, weird. A pair of Joy Cons is like eighty bucks, right? Yeah, the thing I was telling Cody is that like they, I think if they could have taken twenty bucks off the Joy Cons, off the Pro Controller, uh, you know, off the dock. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, leave I don't the know char- why the dock leave- is ninety dollars. It's a leave- it's a dongle. Yeah, leave the charge. You can leave the charge grip at thirty bucks, but honestly, knowing that it doesn't have a battery in it, that shit should be ten dollars. It's a piece of plastic. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. So I, I mean, like all of those accessories are insanely expensive. Like you know that I can get two Joy Cons and the the grip for them. And to be like, yeah, I want like a second one of these for a two-player split-screen Mario Kart because I want us to both be able, I want two people to be able to use the full, like hand-holdy controller. It's a hundred and ten dollars. It's a th- it's over a third of the price of the console to get another, another controller equivalent to the controller content that is packed in, yeah, to the the base thing, and that's just insane. Well, I saw uh, I saw kind of a disappointing graphic. I uh, you know I've been paying a lot of attention to like the the Nintendo Switch subreddit and stuff, um, and somebody somebody made a very good point. Like if you're considering getting three things that I think a lot of people may consider, especially people who are like way into the idea of moving the Switch around, there's the dock, which is ninety dollars. There's an extra set of Joy Cons, which is eighty dollars, and then there's a charge grip, which is thirty, I think. Yeah. Um, and if you take all of that and add it up it's a hundred dollars less than the msrp of a whole new fucking switch which includes those things minus the charge grip because for plus, some awful reason there's two different grips plus this plus the straps plus a whole other fucking console like so what you're saying is that the actual value of the console is about a hundred bucks msrp nintendo like okay that's all good and fine but like maybe maybe you need to adjust some of this shit because like where it is right now that horse don't fly very well but well, i mean um, it makes it makes all the like other rumors about you know the guts of that console make a lot more sense, right? Yeah. Like, uh, you know, I mean, like, there's no modified way Tegra X one. Yeah, there's no way they could have afforded like a modern chip <laughs> to go into that thing. Uh, you know, so it's like into you know effectively you know if a third of the the MSRP is <laughs> the actual unit itself. Yeah. Like, um, I, I will say I, I did consider getting a second switch. Uh, my, my wife, Teresa does play occasionally. She does play console games. Um, and I, I'm genuinely like, I'm, I'm probably going to get an extra set of joy cons. I'm pretty sure that's going to happen. Um, I'm considering getting a second dock because I do have two, two TVs in my house. It might be nice to be able to pick that up and go into the bedroom and like just drop that shit in. like that's cool functionality i like that that's a possibility um so i'm considering getting another dock and then like that charge grip like not being able to charge my joy cons while i don't think that i'm gonna have that situation a whole lot because they have plenty of battery life in them like yeah. i still feel weird not having the option to do that while i'm playing so like i'm already considering all three of these things why not pay an extra hundred dollars and get just a whole other console out of it i don't know mm. so yeah. There's some weird choices, I think, that Nintendo made pricing-wise, and I think that they could probably alleviate some of that with, one, a few more games announced within the launch window, and two, um, just being a little more open. Like, just in general, tell us more about the console, because people want to know. Like, mm-hmm. there's plenty of demand for people to find out how online works and how all of this other stuff works, and yep. Nintendo's not being forthcoming with that information in typical Japanese fashion, so... Yeah, which is a which in the, is in the Japanese just, style. In the Japanese, Japanese style, yes. Yep. So anyway, um, do you that guys being have said, any I went and traded in my Wii U and put a pre-order down for one. Yeah, today, I mean, so. here's the thing: I have I have the thing pre-ordered. I have the Zelda Special Edition pre-ordered. I'm kind of hurting for another game to pre-order, and that's kind of weird for me to get a console on launch and not have like at least two or three games. Um, so like, I don't know, I'm kind of eyeing like Bomberman R maybe might be fun. Um, I'm sort of hoping that like, um, I'm hoping that one, two switch 
shows me that like there's something more about one two switch that i'm like oh, okay yeah that might be all right but so far all they've shown is like what six mini games or something like that it's $50. and if that's dollars i mean if yeah if that's the extent of it like i'm not paying 50 bucks for that nintendo i'm sorry like i'm i'm what you might consider a nintendo loyalist i'm not doing that like that should have been a pack-in um yeah. so i'm still hoping that one two switch has a little more meat to its bones that we haven't seen yet so and that's kind of what i'm talking about like nintendo could come forth with a little more information and make a lot of people a lot happier about this purchase mm-hmm. yep so um, yeah I, I mean in yeah, contrast to the two of you i'll buy that um i i was uh i had literally already been setting money aside as i was planning on pre-ordering um and uh, i am now basically just i'm going to wait and make sure that the wii u version of breath of the wild is not horrifically bad um, <laughs> and probably just pick that up and wait to see what happens over this next you know eight eight to twelve months um because i i, I mean for me this is just you know this is another nail uh in the old in the old uh, it's not a coffin it's basically like in the, <laughs> in the shrine nintendo is making to how shitty they are um like for me it's just like they just are they're not failing to deliver on promises they're just failing to deliver period yeah they're (laughs) they're not they're not delivering promises at all like they're not making the promises in the first place it's kind of like nintendo is sort of sitting around and we're like come on move like do do come on do your thing do the thing Mm -hmm. you do you you make games do that thing and they're just like infuriatingly sitting there and being like yeah maybe a little here you go Yep. Um, we did. We did mention. Uh, we didn't mention a couple other games that I wanted to touch on. Uh, uh, Fire Emblem Warriors, uh, which is being developed by Koei Tecmo, um, mm-hmm. and Team may Ninja. or may Team not Team Ninja specifically. Actually. Yeah, and they... may may or may not be another like Dynasty Warriors in the vein of Hyrule Warriors. If it is, I'm gonna pass. I can guarantee it is. Um, it will be because that's what it, Team Ninja does. It probably will be. Um, I was, I was, I gotta say, watching the presentation, I was super, super stoked for a full-on Fire Emblem game for console, like because Fire Emblem Fates didn't really, didn't really, didn't really hit me as good as like Fire Emblem Awakening did. I was really excited for it, and then I was like, and then I think Baker mentioned in the in the Discord, he was like, "Oh yeah, you mean Dynasty Warriors?" And I was like, "Oh shit, wait, you're right. It does say Warriors in the name." <laughs> I goofed. Um, also other games, uh, they, they've confirmed Stardew Valley is coming to the switch. We don't know when, but like, I'm way down for having that in my pocket. Like, that's cool. Um, uh, Ukulele, the spiritual successor to Banjo-Kazooie is, uh, is confirmed Mm -hmm. to be coming. Uh, Uh, Lego City Undercover, Puyo Puyo Tetris. Puyo Puyo Tetris Um, does look very good for one. Does it really? Yeah. I gotta check it out. Um, uh, because I'm, I'm down with puzzle games, uh, fast RMX, which is kind of like a spiritual, like F zero sort of situation. I don't know yep. if you guys saw that. It's like, you know, future cars going at 500 miles an hour. Yep. Um, and then, uh, let's see, uh, a new, uh, no, oh, more, yeah. a new, no more heroes game. Um, yep. you know, Minecraft and Minecraft story mode. Like there's a lot of just sort of like housekeeping things that are coming out, which is just like some things mm-hmm. people are, were, you know, these franchises still exist. Everything. Oh, 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 uh, ultimate street fighter Two: the final fighters, the, characters? Fi- the final, final warriors or whatever. Yeah. Final, yeah. Um, I'm honestly, I'm considering picking that up. It looks okay. I, they, they featured it on the stream for a little bit. Um, and again, it's that sense of like, here, let me pop out my switch. Here's a controller. Fight me IRL. Like yep. I'm okay with that. Like that, that's all right. Although I'm not paying $50 for a re-release of street fighter two. So if that is, you know, 50 or 60 bucks pass, no. um, uh, the you new, know, 30 bucks. Sh- sure. 
I'd do that. New Shovel Knight campaign um, is yep. confirmed to be coming oh, yeah. to it. Um, we didn't really. T- I was going to say we <laughs> Farming we, Simulator we, 18. We haven't talked about it, but um, I was going to say the Shovel Knight thing that is now t- they're separating what the additional DLCs into their own campaign, like their mm-hmm. separate yeah. SKUs now. Um, yeah, so the Treasure Knight um, campaign is coming. Whether the other yeah. stuff will come is TBD, I guess. Yep. Yeah. So, I mean, there's there's stuff out there. I, I really genuinely think that everything between now and E3 is going to make or break whether or not the Switch is viewed as a serious console. Um, and this year, for sure, is going to be super, super critical for Nintendo to nail. Um, and I, I really hope that they aren't expecting like, all right, we're going to reveal this Metroid game at E3 and everyone's going to like fall in line and be like, oh yeah, that's right. Nintendo is kick-ass. Like they need more than that. They yeah. definitely need more than that. And, and even if it's just, I, I think I mentioned this in discord, even if it's just, okay, we have animal crossing, smash brothers, Metroid, and, uh, I don't know, like a new donkey Kong game or something like pick three, Pick three of those and make sure those come out this year. And yeah, you can probably do okay. And you know what? Come holiday season, you might actually do really, really, really well. And early adaptation for the system is going to be critical. So yep. So we'll see what happens. I just want a new balloon fight. Yeah. Man, <laughs> of all of the franchises that are languishing, balloon fight and ice climbers, oof, those need to be You know what I want? I want ice climbers in the style of like Tomb Raider, Rise of the Tomb Raider. I want like a fucking serious ass like photorealistic <laughs> ice climbers with Nana and Popo no, climbing don't. up and fighting Nobody off real that. realistic polar bears <laughs> and fucking vultures dropping like vegetables for some reason on I want it like Unreal Engine for let's fucking do it. Nobody wants it. Nobody <laughs> wants it. If we're gonna do it, do it right. Ice climbers <laughs> extreme. Let's do it. H D. Ice Climbers H D remix. Yep. Um, uh, yeah. So that's the anyway. switch. That's what's happening, and we'll we'll Yay. definitely give impressions when it comes out, and we'll see what happens. So, yep, great, yep. Anyway, I think that is going to do it for us for this week. As always, we'd like to thank Todd Tulsa's for our opening disclaimer. Todd Tulsa's was actually that dude in the lab coat at the Nintendo Switch presentation, uh, advertising for Splatoon Two. Uh, coincidentally, he is a real squid researcher. Uh, it's amazing. And uh, he should be he should be praised for all of his squid research that he has done because he has found out whether or not squids are kids, um, and it turns out they are. So, uh, but you can check oh. out all the rest of his work and his and his other research at imagingvoice.com. Todd Tulsa's the voice of a generation. Our intro and outro song is "The Geek Shall Inherit the Earth" by I Fight Dragon off the albums. Boom! I Fight Dragon. I Fight Dragon off the albums. Won. Off the albums, yeah. It's multi. It's a two. It's a two disc set. You're so it's close. A two di- it's so a two close. disc. It's a two disc. Um, also, you can find us on Twitch, on Twitter, on Facebook. Uh, join up our Facebook group. Talk to us. Uh, I don't think we did a game of the year competition, right? We did um, not. But like, maybe maybe we'll do a giveaway somewhere here coming up here. So, uh, but let us know you're out there, guys. We'd really appreciate it. Um, you may or may not have noticed our our release schedule has been really spotty lately. Uh, and I think for right now we are we are kind of experimenting with doing a once every two weeks release. Uh, if you guys are down with that, let us know. If you're not down with it, please also let us know. We'd like to hear from you. Um, so just contact us via Facebook or you can email info at 30livespodcast.com uh, if you really just want to get a hold of us and let us know, hey, we really want a weekly release. Um, but unless we hear from you guys, two weeks for now, once every two weeks, and we'll uh, we'll see how that goes. So. Indeed. Anyway, that's going to do it for us. 
My name's Cody Clements. I'm Nick Cunningham. And I'm Chris Fromlet. And that's our 30 lives. We'll see you all in two weeks. <laughs> <laughs>